0: interview. Um, I'm sure I'll talk to people in the district office or people in the print shop, mm-hmm. uh, coaches, just to kind of get their voice out there as well. But it's really for teachers to, to share their life and just to say, hey, this is what I've done. Uh, this is how I think. Uh, and I've got little questions I'll pop up here so we can look at. And of course, we'll have little games here and there, little randomized things for you to <laughs> take a look at and say, you know, it'll be one of those uh, would you rather do this or that? And of course you get to weigh in on that and say, um
1: yeah, you might do a, I don't have my reading glasses on. Oh, so it's so okay. a little bit
0: uh, this a little bit This. a little bit so a little bit i a little bit be a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little be of a little bit in language that even though you and I can see it mm-hmm. I'm gonna describe it so that people who are listening in their cars I probably won't look at about. it
1: then I'll probably rely on you okay. okay yeah
0: you don't need to but of course okay. you know I can always push it like that and for those of you in your cars listening we're looking at a Google Docs that you know I've just typed up a bunch of okay. questions that uh, and they can look at and say and respond to so that we're not just having a random conversation which isn't bad, but, you know, would be cool. So, uh, would you like to tell us your name? Because I, I know we haven't even started that while we sure. were doing this process.
1: My name is Edna Finney. I've been in the district since 91.
0: Cool. That is awesome.
1: Yeah, it's like been a long ride.
0: Yeah, I think it was the first time I had a yearbook, but that was, like, <laughs> in middle school and early middle school. Awesome. Uh, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. It's um, It's a work day, so I'm getting a lot yeah. of things done. I get to work out with my team and... We're pretty close.
0: Oh, yeah. So you're working with Tim. Is he doing okay? Or are you guys just relaxing?
1: Oh, we have a uh, lot of conversations. <laughs> no, not relaxing at all. <laughs> He's so complimentary. You know, we got a good team.
0: He is. He's great. I love this wing. Is it the West Wing? Yes. That we're in?
1: The West yeah. Wing is the best wing. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: <laughs> I know. I love coming in here. It seems like there's everybody, it, it, every room I get to see somebody I know. And it's fantastic because yeah. you guys really do get along and you get to hang out. Um,
1: it's but, a great situation here. Yeah.
0: It is cool. When
1: I first started here, this wing wasn't even in existence. Um, this was added about two years after I left to go to Clear Creek.
0: Oh, cool. Okay. So
1: it's a little bit different coming back.
0: What year was that when you were in Clear Creek?
1: I left here in 2000, so maybe this, maybe this happened in 2002, maybe?
0: No way. Okay. It, it looks nice. It does. Yeah.
1: Because you went to school the here, newer. or?
0: I didn't, know. I, I grew up in, mostly in Texas. So we, my family moved here maybe about three years ago. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm super new to the area. I'm loving it.
1: It's a lot different than Texas. love it here.
0: Have you been in Texas?
1: Not very much. My okay. uh, grandfather <laughs> lived in El Paso, which is not really Texas.
0: We think we, yeah, we <laughs> talked about this slightly, but tell me about it. Yeah, so he lived there or lived Yeah, there? oh, yeah, yeah.
1: My oh. grandfather came over uh, during the revolution. He was a water boy for the Union Pacific. No kidding. Yeah, he actually got to meet Ponto Villa. I mean, in during a way that's like, like— the
0: Texas uh, Revolution? Mexican. I mean, yeah. I'm so sorry, yeah, yeah, Mexican yeah, Revolution. Yeah.
1: yeah, and so um, he got to serve him water. and that's but Yeah, it's pretty cool. What?
0: So, that awesome. That's It's awesome It's great that you have that history yeah, that you know that. Pretty cool.: um, let's, We're taking a look at our list of topics. Uh, first one, we have stress relief. Is there anything that you have personally that helps you wind down from a, let's say, a busy day of? of school
1: well one of the things that we do here which i think is amazing is erica dixon is a trained um, yoga instructor and has been doing it for 20 years and now she's really into um, sangha so there's a small little group of us who go in weekly and we do like the deep breathing and we do some meditation and she's trying to bring that to the kids which I think is brilliant but that's one thing that we're doing which is so great and then another thing that I have found really helpful over the years is that um, several of us when I was teaching language arts would get together and do like a professional book study and in fact a couple of us went to New York and studied over um, the summer and they came back and maintain that bond, and it's so nice to be able to be with people that you respect because they are so smart, but also you have the same struggles, and then you can talk it through and you can problem solve, and we shared, um, uh, we're all from different schools in the district, and so we were able to share materials and say, wow, I didn't think about this, but this is cool, and we would um, share people that are acknowledged just amazing instructors, uh, their works, It it was good, I mean, that collaboration is huge. Well, I work with a colleague, Larry Hope. He's now retired, and he once said, "Teaching's not a job you can do and have anything else going on in your life." Yes, because it's so absorbing, and if you have other outside things happening, it's it's hard.
0: It is tough. I can't. Um, I can't imagine doing. Um, yeah, uh, it, it just seems like it's if you're not married to somebody in the industry, the, it's hard for them to understand. You can't just shut it off when you come home or when contract time ends, you can't just mm-hmm. clock out and, you know, have your away from work life. You it you still carry it. You're still
1: Although I wonder doing what grading. it'd be like to marry a teacher because then know. you never get to shut it off. I mean you, you come home and it's just <laughs> an extension just of the work day. You guys are <laughs> just hating each
0: yeah, other for exactly. the rest of Exactly <laughs> <laughs> you know, th- until yeah. June. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Then you go on vacation. reset. (laughs) I made a mistake. A big (laughs) fail. Okay, let me show you something called the spinny wheel. Uh, It's called a random name generator. I don't know if you've seen this before. Uh -uh. And right now I'm just on the laptop for those listening at home. We're checking out the – it's called flippity.net. What is it? The uh, random name picker. And in this random name picker, what I have created are a bunch of these random – I guess, events that I'm going to ask you your opinion on.
1: And Are these world events? Me. Are they district no, events? No, they're like
0: nutty, school-appropriate oh. events. Oh, okay. So, you know, it's it's clean. Don't worry. We're not going to get in trouble or anything. Not <laughs> no. again. <laughs>
1: not <this laughs> close to retirement. I got three months. They're not,
0: they're not going to touch it. Just put, just put in a sub for the rest of the year. You'll be fine. It'll be free for Doesn't you. dozen
1: hours of sick leave down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: yeah, let's put in a sick leave. Here, let me get this thing in. Okay. So in here, boom. But here it is. It is the random name picker, and as you can see, it's going to have a little event pop up here. I think, how many do I have on here? Uh, t- really? That's it? Okay, I have about 20. I thought I had more. I'll put more on there. So we've got these 20 random things that we're going to ask you. <laughs> okay, that is not the sound of the random name picker. But So as soon as I click, or I'll let you click on an arrow, it'll bring up a, an event, and you just tell us your opinion of it favorite pizzeria this is great because i i'm imagining i'm assuming that you're you live local uh-huh. so you may know of a great pizzeria and not only will this help me but it'll help harold or anybody else who's listening to say uh oh, i've never heard of that place i've got to try it
1: okay well i've got a couple favorites this is good i love pizza. blind onion which is on broadway and it's amazing their pizza is Portland or is it? Gresham? Portland, yeah. Okay, okay. And the crest is terrific. It's um, it's not wood fired, but it's it's really really great. And the other favorite one I have is um, the Flying Pie, but the one in, on Stark, um, down closer to Portland. To, oh, in Gresham, mm-hmm. Wall Street.
0: Okay, good. I thought so too. Um, I went one time. My my wife and kids have gone more than I have, but uh, I remember having the pizza. It was it was awesome. It was really good. I just um, wish I. Right now I have young kids, yeah. so I've got, you know, I have cold food when I, by the time I eat. Yeah. Cause it's always the kiddos that eat first. But, so you um, get
1: Papa Murphy's and call it good. Okay.
0: Yeah. Right. I'm proud to Papa <laughs> Murphy. All right, let me see what's next on our uh, interview thing. Oh, I'm, I'm going to try to look through our list here, and I want to pick out some some places where I think um, it would be great for posterity, for our future teachers oh, to be okay. listening and say Oh, it's a it's a darn shame I couldn't sit in and watch Finney's class, but uh, at least now I can hear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's this one: it's your management style. If you could describe it, how how would you describe it for uh, you know future teachers? What maybe some advice right. or how do you run? Or the being show. real about
1: this, right? Be real. Be right. real. I, I can
0: always edit if need.
1: There you go. <laughs> well, first of all, this is my thirty-first year, so I feel like my management style is based on years and years of experience, and I feel like. The only thing I have going for me really in the classroom is my ability to build relationships. Because I have that capital, mm-hmm. students are more than likely able to do what I ask them to do and not fight back, not dig the heels in. I have a couple of expectations and we reinforce the expectations, but I, a couple of years back here, actually, um, I took a class, and this is, I'm gonna say, probably 20 plus years ago, and there are five of us who took this online class, but it was all about being positive rather than being punitive and really ahead of whatever event praising kids and and saying things like you know you're doing a great job and being sincere about it but I feel like that's what I try to do I try to set it up positively rather than you know punishing afterwards and it seems to work for me
0: that's right there's the thing Reynolds is doing this uh, now they are um, I can't remember the name but there's an acronym PAX it's called PAX something but it's they actually have a program that has these scripted positive comments and ways for teachers to identify and announce to the student the positive things that they're doing. Mm -hmm. And you're right. it's Now it seems to be the trend to really, maybe five years ago, to really realize, to focus on all the positives as opposed to using negative language. No, don't do that. Don't do this. No, you can't talk. Instead of, you know, talk later Mm -hmm. would be the alternative or... Uh, let's put our toys away for now and you can play with them later so there's more of that positive affirmation Rather than, we don't do that here right or... we don't yeah that's not how we do things we don't run on the halls and scissors and things like that and from your experience if you could tease it out from just your report like your your uh, the fact that you've been harold and i call this legacied on the campus because kids know oh miss finney yeah she's been there for years my older brother my, right you know older sister has had her she's cool trust me you're gonna like this teacher. yeah uh, so if you could tease that part away, that street cred, yeah, uh, would you say the positive comments and focusing on positive makes – Can you do you notice an impact on student behavior?
1: Oh, I think so. I think okay. that students are much more likely than to come to me in the hallway mm-hmm. and share a picture that they've drawn or a story that they're writing or an event that happened to them. And then once that starts happening, it snowballs into, yeah, I think she has my back. I'm going to work for her. I'm going to do whatever she needs me to do because I know –
0: She's got my back. That's powerful. Is uh, I didn't think about that, but that's really, that, I mean, that's family. That's when it is. the kids see you as family that um, you do have my best interest because you'll stick up for me.
1: And I'll try to go whenever they ask me. I've been to weddings. Yes. I've been to quinceaneras. Mm-hmm. I've been to sporting events. I've been to band festivals because if they ask, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to make it there because it's a huge thing for them.
0: That's right. The world's pretty
1: that. limited at, you know, at this point. And so the more support they can see outside of just mom and dad or aunt and uncle, I think is huge.
0: Think about that, How many? if you can get a lot of positive people in your life mm-hmm. to be there for you, man, what kind of a, that sounds like an amazing upbringing. Yeah. I'm gonna ask if you've done anything tech-wise, uh, any apps you've used or any mm-hmm. extensions, and you can take as little time or as much time as you think you have mm-hmm. to talk about what you've used. Um, And how it's impacted your class.
1: Well I think that my story is not different than a lot of older teachers. I am a language arts teacher in my blood and I'm happiest when I have a legal pad in front of me and a sharpened pencil or two and a really great pen. So tech is not my first go-to. I have used uh, Google Classroom. Again I've used some stuff that Robert doug doug sorry sorry, yeah has um, untaught me uh we had a really great master tech teacher at uh clear creek who's now doing his doctorate in colorado dan mangan who has introduced me to things like fluberoo and um the uh, some of the other doctopus and those kinds of things that i've i've used a, a lot really google classroom the google suite is really what I do, I don't do a lot of the Quizlets and, and the rest of those kinds of things. I, I don't have the time or I don't have the interest base mm-hmm. to really take the time that I need to for those things. Gotcha. But, you know, I've done some filming with um, uh, media ed classes and, and we've done some things around iMovies and that oh, cool. kind of thing. Yeah, it, it is cool. Because
0: um, there's a learning curve to that to get used to putting the video and the audio. Yeah, down. a
1: little bit, right? But their kids are so creative and they already know this stuff anyway. I'm just really building off their knowledge base.
0: Well, what about Google Classroom? Is there anything particular that you like about it?
1: Oh, I think the ease of grading is huge. I think that uh, because certain kids aren't masterful at handwriting, it's nice to have them type it. Um, I feel like some of the slideshows that I've seen, I was telling somebody, I had a young lady whose family took... Um, her and well, the family to Swaziland this last year, and she put together a Google slide presentation that would have rivaled something you'd see on NBC. (laughs) She is a 12-year-old and a 22-year-old, you know, frame of mind, and gave a presentation that would have been a 40-year-old on NBC. She was amazing. So it's cool to use technology to see what the kids can come up with, (laughs) yeah. Yeah,
0: that's true, and uh, I love that about classrooms. It's not too robust it's very open that you can just kind of drag and drop things into it, so you don't need to have that specialized thing, which actually pushes out a lot of the creativity that kids have. That if it's, I mean, you give them a piece of paper and a blank, I'm sorry, a blank piece of paper and a pencil, and you, they are very creative. Agreed. You'll be surprised at what they can come up with, as opposed to a worksheet that has specific lines for them to write on. You're Absolutely. narrowing down that, that thinking Although, isn't it
1: weird how sometimes kids Want those worksheets because then you don't have to think. <laughs> yeah. It's like okay, I can just fill in the blanks, and that's a avid Costa level one mm-hmm. kind of thing where I don't have to actually think about. It. I can just do this.
0: Maybe that's like kids being. Uh, there was this thing maybe in this year, or the last two years, where the the thought is it's okay for kids to be bored. It's a, you don't need to at home. You don't need to always plan out these events. It's okay to just let them complain and be bored because out of that frustration. The imagination takes Absolutely. over and they think, okay, I can let me do something to make myself happy.
1: Absolutely. And that's before they but discover Marita's. That's I'm well, <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> it was a great honor hanging out with Edna Finney at Gordon Russell. And again, thanks to Harold A. for allowing us into his studio to record. If you or an educator you know would like to be a guest on the show, please send an email to me at hay5 at gresham.k12.or.us. Again, my focus and audience are GBSD educators, but not just teachers.